0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Versus Month in the blue corner, weighing in at approximately $3.8 billion, hailing from cities you wish were real. DC Entertainment. Welcome back. Today we're going to talk about DC Entertainment. That's right, Versus Month continues and it's time for the other one of the big two to step into the ring. A little background. DC Comics, originally publishing under the name Detective Comics Incorporated, started in 1937 with, none other than, Detective Comics. Guess where the D and the C come from. Um... This would continue on until June of 1938 when they published Action Comics number no. 1 and the whole game changed. That's right. They started playing soccer. No, I'm joking with you. Um <laughs> that was the first issue and the first appearance of Superman, the first superhero literally the start of the superhero genre right then and there it was such a successful move that in the a year later in May of 39 detective comics introduced batman another costumed hero and trust me dc would not be stopping there they would be the first on all counts in the golden age of comics And let none stand against them. Heck, they sued companies over characters... That just resembled Superman a little too much. And won. So... If we're going to look at DC... And their sordid history... We're going to have to talk about the fact that most people today who jump on the Marvel bandwagon because of the Marvel movies have it wrong. Yes, Superman might be vastly overpowered, but without Siegel and Schuster's Superman, you wouldn't have Spider-Man. You wouldn't have Captain America. You wouldn't have Iron Man. In fact, comic books not, in fact, comic books might not even be a medium today. But let's hold off on that one. That's, that's a topic for a whole other podcast. Let's talk about what they're doing comparatively to Marvel. Because I had to. I, Marvel's history needs telling, DC's does not. Everyone knows that DC did it first. DC, DC for the longest time, was outselling Marvel hand over foot. DC is the first pre- superhero comic they're the first superhero movies well successful superhero movies with the likes of the superman movies with christopher reeve and the batman movies that tim burton made but all of that being said what are they doing losing yeah you heard me right the people who do it first are losing And that's not for a lack of, like, competitive nature between them and Marvel. They're trying really hard. The problem is, DC is... Hugely a... DC is big enough to fail. The phrase, you're too big to fail, is a weird phrase. And I don't think it's true. Because I've always believed the bigger you are, the Because I've always believed that the bigger you are, the harder you fall. And trust me, we're watching DC fall right now. Alright, let's talk comics. DC right now has some of the best comics on the market. With great stories, evolution of character. But they're not selling. Just recently, since my Marvel podcast, DC has announced several good quality stories and quality books are being canceled. Such as Batgirl and the Birds of Prey, Supergirl, Super Sons, all being canceled within the next few months. They're going to finish out their current story runs and they're going to be put to bed for a while. Does that mean those characters disappear? No, that's not how DC works. That is never how DC works. No character ever dies. Dear Lord, that's so true. No one is ever. I'm not getting into the death of Superman right now. Uh but DC is losing hand over foot. Why? Well, where I said Marvel lacked synergy when it comes to how their books relate to the movies DC lacks the synergy of books to movies so that's their biggest problem no one likes the movies so no one's buying the books and the people who are buying the books are virtually a silent minority yeah DC's doing good good job critics are hand and foot are praising DC but DC's sales are in the tank because Marvel is getting new and more readers for every movie they make I guarantee you, in the next few weeks, you are going to see Black Panther sales skyrocket from the movie, and that's not a criticism of the movie. I haven't seen it at, at the time of this view, of the time of this podcast. I had not seen, I have not seen Black Panther yet. So, let's put all of that aside. Well, if the movies are hurting the books, what's wrong with the movies? Well. DC's current cinematic universe that started with Man of Steel had a lot to work up to. And Man of Steel had its critics. And Man of Steel's critics were vastly different. I enjoy Man of Steel. I think it's a really good movie. A really good Superman movie. I think it's an interesting modern take on Richard Donard's Superman 2. That's right. It's the same movie in my opinion. But I like that movie. Even in all of it's aged cheese. I like that movie. So what's the problem? Well. You saw it in. Both. Batman v Superman. And. Suicide Squad. An abundance. Of studio involvement that hinders the movie. Wonder Woman turned out great. I have no I have nothing but faith in Aquaman. The argument over Justice League right now is would the Zack Snyder cut have been better? I don't know. I can't say for sure it would or it wouldn't. <sighs> but yeah, Right now, the movies are either being critically panned or box office flops like Justice League because people are tired of studio films and it shows. 2016 was probably the end of nostalgia franchises. And even some of those movies were good. Um, but Justice League underperforming, not necessarily flopping, but underperforming Hurt DCU's cinematic universe in many ways. The DCEU is in trouble. Because as of this recording, it looks like Batgirl may not be made. Heck, it looks like some of the movies we've already been promised. Green Lantern Core, Flashpoint. I'll get on to why that movie doesn't need to be made on a later podcast, trust me. Green Lantern, Flashpoint, and... All the others that they've announced may never see production. Aquaman may very much end up being the last movie of this current run. So there's that. They can't keep their own heads out of their asses, apparently and I don't know how to tell you not to take that cuz it just looks bad as a DC fan especially from someone who enjoyed Man of Steel who didn't hate Batman v Superman who enjoyed Justice League and thought Wonder Woman was god the perfect superhero movie um I don't know what to tell you the the movies right now are a unbridled hot mess in comparison to the comics, which, again, I can't praise DC's publications enough. They're just not selling. DC, hand over and foot, is writing better stories. Heck, they have Bendis now. That's right. Bendis is going to be writing Superman in the coming few months, and I can't wait. And it's not another thing. like DC's constantly hammering their big heroes at you. Superman and Batman see four publications a month, though the Superman one is slowing down for one of his books, I think. Not all of them, but one of them. I can't remember which book. But every week, there's a Batman and a Superman title releasing, whether it's Action Detective or Superman or Batman. Every week we're seeing a new book, so the comics are smart. They're embracing this instant gratification age of digital comics. But at the same time, Marvel's selling more, but making less quality. Alright, we've talked comics, we've talked comics in relation to the movies, we've talked the movies, I can talk TV, can you talk TV? Don't touch that dial and here's the news. I'm really good at talking TV. 30-day money-back guaranteed. (laughs) But no, let's talk about the television shows and what is hurting DC right now. DC is a subsidiary of Warner Brothers Entertainment. And yet Warner Brothers' own networks like Cartoon Network and TNT will not pick up DC shows CW will, but the problem with anything that touches CW is it gets CW syndrome. What's CW syndrome or sim. I said symptom. I meant syndrome. What is that? Well, it's affected A lot of shows and you can see it from CW's back catalog when they used to be the WB, but let's digress. It is essentially where a show has no, a story-based show has no overarching plot. For the series outside of the relationships of characters. And if you don't believe me, I give you People's Exhibit A, Supergirl. Season 1 was a brilliant season that showed character development and had an amazing story of overcoming who you are and what you're supposed to be. Season 2 was Who's Dating Who and Why. And the only difference between Season 1 and Season 2 was Season 2 was on the CW. Season 1 was on CBS. Yeah, I didn't like that either. But that is one of the biggest problems. And I've not sat down to watch the modern seasons of Arrow or Flash. I know Flash's biggest problem is, here's been the plot for three seasons. Introduce a speedster who will be a mentor. Or introduce a mentor character. Mentor character turns out to be the villain. In season one, it was the reverse Flash. And the guy in the wheelchair whose name I am forgetting, and I hate that I forget it. Season two, it was Jay Garrick, who turned out to be Zoom, the Black Flash. Again. What am I doing wrong there? (laughs) And in season three, it turns out it's going to be a Barry Allen from the past? Or season three, it was a Barry Allen from the past. No clue what it's going to be season four. I don't care anymore. I don't care. It hurts inside. And don't even get me started on Arrow. My problem with Arrow from the beginning was, why is he Batman? Why is he trying so hard to be Batman? And it I hate to say it, is I didn't pick up Black Lightning for that very reason. And I think it's saying something that when Black Lightning launches to no fanfare or no acknowledgement from the African-American community, yet Black Panther, well, does. And I'm not saying that anything against Black Panther. It just baffles me that that's the society that DC is in right now. A society that, oh, it's DC Comics, who fucking cares? They're garbage. And these are people who are only watching the movies or the shows. They don't care. I'm actually looking forward to Titans and the third season of Young Justice because they're going to be fun. They're going to be interesting. But I'm going to have to subscribe to Warner Brothers' stupid streaming thing that everyone's doing now to watch them. And that breaks my heart that... Those couldn't have been picked up by anybody. If CBS can do it with Star Trek, might as well. So I've shit on TV. I've shit on movies. Is DC doing anything right? Injustice. Yeah, their video game's a lot better than Marvel's Fighter right now and that's saying something cuz at the time of this po- at the time of the last podcast evo candidates hadn't been announced guess what is going to be at evo hang on guess what isn't going to be at evo this coming evo for those of you who don't know what i'm talking about with evo it's a fighting game tournament it is some of the biggest fighting games Ever, and they recently announced what games would be there and one of the fighting games that isn't going to be there is well Marvel vs. Capcom will not be present yet DC's Injustice 2 will have it's own tournament on top of the fact that there will be two different Smash Brother tournaments <laughs> so yeah the biggest fighting... The biggest fighting tournament for video games. For anything. And... Marvel versus Capcom won't be there, but Injustice will? Ouch. I guess that's one point in favor. Mm. I just kind of hit me. Last time I talked a lot about the philosophy behind the story that DC... That Marvel does... And it's really hard to do that with DC, because DC's philosophy of their characters has been the icons. Like, yeah, where Marvel's characters feel more grounded in reality, DC's characters feel more like the myths and legends of old. Heck, Wonder Woman references those myths and legends of old. So I can't really say much to DC's design philosophy. They have adapted to different things over the years. They do a lot of good character work now, but yet that iconic imagery of each hero is still prevalent. And I don't really blame them for that. So how do they stack compared now? I guess I got to do this part. (sighs) Marvel's working... No. Let me stop myself there. Marvel is making money hand over foot with their movies. And as the, the franchises continued on into its third phase of production, it seems that they are trying less and less. I say this because Captain America Civil War is probably the most disappointing movie in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Because it didn't need to be Civil War, it was filled with characters that were absolutely not needed in that movie. Spider-Man, Ant-Man, Black Panther, the rest of the Avengers outside of Iron Man. It could have been a small contained story that involved Iron Man, War Machine, Winter Soldier, Cap, and Falcon. And Widow in and out wherever she was needed. But that's not how they handled it. They had to mimic, They had to be Civil War. Um <laughs> so But what has DC been doing? Falling flat every time. And I don't know where the blame lies. Does it lie with the studio? Does it lie with the audience? Does it lie with the critics? That's hard to say. But I have to declare a winner, don't I? How do I declare a winner? Like Hand over foot, a lot of you are going to say, Marvel's winning! But no, they're not. Marvel is making quantity over quality. Hands down, quantity over quality. And none of it seems to work. When I look at core books, like Spider-Man, The Avengers, Captain America, I'm seeing really lazy storytelling and a lot of Ghosts in the Machines and Deus Ex Machina's. Captain America was made evil because of the Cosmic Cube and was cured because inside him the good Cap still existed and now there are two Captain Americas, the villain and the hero. Marvel's about to relaunch Thor, Iron Man, and Captain America at issue ones. All over again. New volumes. While they're in the middle of their legacy thing, which is supposed to Connect Books back. Venom's relaunching again with a new number one. And we don't know who Venom's gonna be. We don't know if it's gonna be Flash Thompson. We don't know if it's gonna be Eddie Brock. Both are really good Venoms. And deserve their stories. DC is making tons of quality stories that are that dive deep into the characters. Their team books are amazing, but it looks to me like they can't sell these books. And that lack of sell is leading to several good stories being canceled. Television I've given up on. For both. So, what happens when DC versus Marvel well, we lose. One of my favorite things was in the 90s, in a rough spot for both DC and Marvel. Marvel had just done its Heroes Reborn Hero, and Heroes Return uh, to a big... People hated it. And the Heroes Return, while brought a lot of people back, Didn't fix a lot of things either. So Marvel was not selling. DC was going through a weird, dark period in the 90s. They killed Superman. They crippled Batman. And they came together to help sell each other's books in verses. Still one of my favorite crossover series. And it did amazing. And it created the Amalgam books, which are so hilarious when you think about it. Like the X-Men and the Teen Titans, the Avengers and the Justice League, Cap and uh, Captain America and Superman, Batman and Wolverine. It was hilarious and great. All around great. Justice League versus Avengers was another case of, this is an amazing book, really well done with amazing art and just a love song to the different eras of both those teams and even clashing even clashing realization on their philosophies like cap hated the dcu because people worshipped its heroes and that's like i said icons Superman hated the Marvel Universe because people feared its heroes and he thought they were tyrants and monsters. Ideally, that realism. It was great. Those are some of my favorite books by both companies, and they're really good. So, like I said, when DC versus Marvel, or Marvel versus DC, no one really wins. Well, that's not true. That is... Not entirely true. There is a winner here. And it's not what you think I'm going to say. It's not Image Comics. It's not Dark Horse. It's not Boom. It's not IDW. And trust me, when it comes to American comic books, those are the front runners. But I'm looking at superheroes hands down. When DC versus Marvel, who wins? Well, I would say My Hero Academia might be the winner. Or One Punch Man. The One Punch Man is littered with a lot of satire, so let's stick with My Hero Academia. That's right. A Japanese manga wins over two American comics. Why? Because it takes elements from both these comics and does them better. My Hero Academia follows a powerless kid being gifted superpowers by essentially a Superman-esque character and being given his powers and then put into a school to learn to control his powers. And the problems that ensue with the world around him and superheroes. Sure, there's a very Japanese take on... This world of superheroes, it's not one I've not seen before. It's very similar to Tiger and Bunny, but where that was more commercial-sponsored, this is more government-sponsored. My Hero Academia right now is some of the best superhero books I have read. It's these kids dealing with the idea of, I want to be a hero, and what does that entail? We've seen things like power loss, death, and, tra- and and tragedy hands down throughout this book. It's worth a read. If you are a Western superhero fan comic, look for My Hero Academia. It is a good manga. It is a great shonen manga. The anime is actually a, an amazing adaption. The best adaption I've seen of a comic book run since maybe the Teen Titans. You know, that show that Teen Titans Go is making fun of? That show. <laughs> yeah, and that was a great adaption of the new Teen Titans comics. Mind you, they left a few characters out. I was really disappointed we didn't see Kid Flash and Wonder Girl, but I can understand why. Yeah. So when Marvel vs. DC, who wins? Who comes out on top? Not the fans. But there are books out there I can recommend that can give you the satisfaction of this is a good superhero story. And trust me, there are out there. Um. Like I said, check out My Hero Academia. I love it. It's my favorite shonen manga right now and maybe my favorite superhero comic right now. So check it out. I can't recommend that enough. Uh, if you want recommendations from Marvel DC, leave me a comic below. I, I can give you a few recommendations, uh, give you a volume where to start and give you a link to buy them. Um, you can follow me at RoboLuchador on Twitter, uh, hit a like and subscribe, uh, (laughs) thanks for listening, and, uh, be on the lookout next month, because Pacific Rim 2, Pacific Rim Uprising comes out this March, and I can't wait, so we're going to deconstruct the genre of mech anime! That's my plans for next month. I will see you then, people. Bye-bye.